I debated whether or not I was going to watch the debate last night, and then I did, which means I guess I lost. What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining us. It was actually kind of entertaining at times, but then it just turned into a regular run-of-the-mill, ordinary, boring political debate. So I think I watched CMAs, uh, Real Housewives of someplace. I don't know what it was. Something else that was much more entertaining. Uh, incidentally, before we get to the debate, I wanted to remind you that the untold story of Christmas is available right now with the untold story of Christmas.com. And the reviews for this book just keep coming in. I'm not going to call it a masterpiece, but at least seven people have emailed me and said, it's a masterpiece. And I know I trust people. I trust my listeners. I trust my viewers. I trust people, my customers. So if you're one of those people that said this book was a masterpiece and one of your family's new favorite holiday traditions, thank you so much for saying it. Because if I said it, it would seem gloaty and braggy. And you know what God says? He who humbles himself. Wait, no. He who exalts himself shall be humbled. Yet he who humbles himself shall be exalted. So thanks for exalting me so I don't have to uh, do it myself and I can remain humble. The untold story of Christmas.com. Get yours today. We'll send it out. It's now in its second printing and it ain't even Thanksgiving yet. All right. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I think no matter what you think about the candidates, no, what you, no matter what you think about the Republican Party, I think we could all be thankful today for Vivek Ramaswamy, who makes these debates at least moderately interesting and at the same time makes really decent points. And you know they're decent points because everybody hates them. Uh, even though Donald Trump wasn't at the debate, he his spirit was channeled through Vivek Ramaswamy. Donald Trump was down the road, ignoring the debate, not showing up, not wanting to put himself in the middle of this mess for the third time, by the way. Uh, he was at he had a big rally in Hialeah, Florida, where Roseanne Barr showed up. I know. I know. My, already more interesting than whatever was happening in Miami. Uh, he also got this a street named after him in Hialeah, which was an added. That was like a little added bonus. You have a. You have, I guess if you ever have a rally and you invite the mayor, you get a street named after you. So, so that's something I'm going to have to remember if I ever have a rally in Jacksonville. Although I don't think our mayor would name a street after me. Maybe a sewer, but not a street. Anyway, that's, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll wait till we, we'll wait till we get a Republican back at City Hall. Um, but Donald, Trump's, uh, Donald Trump was avoiding the rally. He was in Hialeah. But Vivek Ramaswamy, who's playing directly from Donald Trump's playbook, uh, took this opportunity to call out some of the people in the Republican Party who are not doing what they should be doing for the Republican Party. He took this opportunity to call out people who are, who are working against us, who are not doing their best, who are failing in their jobs. And of course, that person I'm talking about is RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. In his opening statement, and his very, the very first words he had were a, it was a, a call to the RNC chairwoman who, by the way, was right there in the front row. Like she literally came out, announced everybody, welcomed everyone to the debate, sat down, and then had Vivek Ramaswamy get up and say, hey, lady, why don't you quit your job? Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020. 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. Spoiler alert, she didn't do it. But man, wouldn't it have been great if she did? Uh, she just sat there and apparently we're hearing reports. We're hearing reports that she just started uh, cussing out Vivek Ramaswamy while she was sitting in the audience and telling everyone around her, oh, he ain't going to get no money from us, which again proves that she's probably not the best person for the job. Money's not a weapon in the RNC. It's supposed to be a tool. Apparently, the only tool in the RNC is, 
well, Ronna McDaniel or Vivek Ramaswamy, depending on which side of the aisle you're on. But that's not all. He also called out RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel and really the entire Republican National Committee for their horrible choices of moderators. And he did it right to the moderator's face. Now, keep in mind, you had Lester Holt from NBC, Kristen Welker, the new host of Meet the Press, and that uh, old dude from Salem Broadcasting. What's his name? Hugh Hewitt. Hugh, it sounds like a Harry Potter character, doesn't it? Hugh Hewitt. But he was there and, and Vivek Ramaswamy didn't like any of them. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. All right. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, that's rude, but it's also very true. I mean, what what the Republican Party has a problem with and what we've seen, especially in this last election that happened this week, where uh, where uh, Andy Bashir, a Democrat, won in, in deep red Kentucky, where uh, people in Virginia chose Democrats to go into the House of Representatives and the Senate and fight back against Glenn Youngkin's 15 week abortion ban. What we saw when in Ohio, where weed and baby killing passed, you know, in like that. Uh, overnight without even a uh, without even a question from voters what we saw is that the republican party has a really they have they have a really bad time reaching out to those younger republican voters they have a really bad time recruiting new members and probably the reason is because when republicans hold a debate they get a couple of liberals and Hugh Hewitt to come and moderate and that doesn't make any sense Lester Holt and Kristen Welker and Hugh Hewitt don't have the same kind of audience as Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. You're talking about uh, the number one podcaster in the world, the number one Twitter podcaster in the world, and the guy who literally owns social media. He's the. I mean, it is. It is not a. Hor it is not a horrible idea to bring the icons of the younger generation to the table for a discussion about politics with the future political leaders. And Vivek Ramaswamy throws it out there. A lot of people think he was kidding or trying to make a soundbite. He wasn't. He was serious. We're doing it all wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. And Kristen Welker, especially because of the three, she's the worst. She is an election, uh, not an election denier. She is a Russian collusion denier. Uh, wait, not a denier. She's a pusher. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me rethink this. Kristen Welker pushed the Russia collusion hoax on the American public uh, from her platform forever. That's what I meant to say. She got on NBC and she tried to convince people that Donald Trump worked with Vladimir Putin. She tried to convince people that the Mueller report was going to find Donald Trump guilty. When Donald Trump was embroiled in that bogus impeachment that Adam Schiff and Val Demings and the rest of those clowns in the Democrat Party brought on him simply so they could uh, try to keep him from doing his job as president and then running from for office again. When all of that happened, she was right there in the midst of it, man. She was pushing that narrative hard. When the Hunter Biden laptop story came out, she wasn't mentioning it at all. She is a Democrat operative, a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. It goes to, from the White House to her to the American public. Well, the American public that still watches Meet the Press, which thankfully is a smaller and smaller number every single week. And Vivek Ramaswamy was like, what? What are you doing here, lady? This is the Republican debate. Why is the RNC, why is Ronna McDaniel paying you money to be here? You think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Spoiler alert. She didn't answer the question. They just kind of they just kind of wanted to wrap up as quickly as possible. She smiled awkwardly into the camera as she does. But he's got another point. The moderators for the Republican debate are two libs and Hugh Hewitt. 
who's an old, I mean, he's an old school Republican. He's, yes, uh, the uh, the Salem Radio Network, as far as I know, is pro-Trump. As far as I know, they're MAGA Republicans. But he's an old school broadcaster. He's not going to ruffle any feathers. He's not going to ask questions the way Tucker Carlson or Joe Rogan or Elon Musk would. He's not going to, he's not going to uh, come up with an interesting conversation. And he's not going to draw in younger people. I mean, hell, I've been listening to Hugh Hewitt for 30 years, and it took me two, three minutes to remember his name five seconds ago. This is not a when you look at a debate, when you look at the opportunity that you have here, because you've got you've got the the hopefuls for president. I mean, none of them are going to be president. So, yes, I understand this is all basically an exercise in futility. I understand people are sitting there going, why are you even wasting 12 minutes of your life podcasting about this debate? It's because the reason nobody cares about the debate, the reason why this is an exercise in futility was pointed out in bullet in, in big, beautiful bullet points by one of the candidates on stage at the very outset of the debate. And the problem is the RNC ain't going to do nothing about it. The RNC is not going to have a debate with moderators who are going to ask good questions. You got Patrick Bet David out there buying Salvatore Ferragamo flats for Ron DeSantis and getting hundreds of millions of views on that video. Hundreds of millions of people did not watch this debate last night where BT dubs, spoiler alert, sorry, Keith, uh, spoiler alert again, Ron DeSantis was wearing his cowboy boots and there were jokes made about his high heels. Also Nikki Haley's, which was kind of, which was kind of bizarre. But the last thing that Vivek said, which is, which is very important, which the RNC should really take, uh, take into consideration is this. This media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? This media... This this corrupt fake news media that we see here before us rigged the 2020 election. They rigged the 2022 election. They're going to rig the 2024 election. And we invited them to herald and babysit our debate. Why on earth would you do that? It make if this were a wall, I would be slamming my head against it, but it's a padded microphone. So that's much better because it doesn't it doesn't bruise me, but it's 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 a it's a genius question and something that we shouldn't even be asking because the common sense folk in the RNC, the common sense folk in the Republican Party, the common sense folk in the world should say, why are you going to invite the drug addict to look after your children? Why are you going to allow the human trafficker to babysit your kids while you go away for the weekend? These people sabotaged Republicans in 2020. They sabotaged Republicans in 2022. They sabotaged. Why do I feel like I should be playing the Beastie Boys right now? Sabotaged the Republicans. And they're going to sabotage the Republicans in 2024. And the RNC says, hey, would you guys like to host our debate? We'd love to have you. She should have gotten up and resigned or someone should have come out and fired her. They should have escorted her out of the building because she is toxic to the party. She's toxic to our elections. And the future of the Republican Party is love him or hate him. And most people hate him today. Vivek Ramaswamy. He not only is the future of the party as far as political candidates go, but he's also the future of the party as as far as campaigning goes. Campaigning, getting voters to come to the party, getting voters inspired about conservative politics, and then getting voters to actually go out on election day or the three weeks beforehand and vote. This is what the party is lacking. It's lacking people who understand that the world changes and that the party is not. If the party doesn't change and the world does, then eventually the party's going to go away. And we saw that happen earlier this week. 
And we don't want to see it happen in 2024, because if the party can't survive 2024, if the Republicans can't figure out a way to get those voters excited, to get those voters amped up, to get those voters to spend three weeks of their lives in October and November voting for Republican candidates across the board in state level uh, uh, competitions, in uh, national competitions for the White House, for the Senate, for the Congress. If they can't figure out a way to do that, then there won't be any more Republican Party. And then Rona McDaniel will definitely be out of a job. Uh, anyway, listen, thanks so much for listening today. We'll have more about the debate coming up on the Marque Show later today, noon Eastern, 11 Central. And of course, we would love you to please like and, and share and subscribe to this podcast. Set the notification bell so that you know, um, you know what's happening. Whenever you get new information or whenever we publish a new podcast, we want to make sure we get it to you ASAP. We don't want you to be behind. We want you to be ahead. We want you to know what's going on. We want you to know the problems with this country and how we can all work to solve them. Because if we all know the problems with this country, if we all know how to solve them, and if we all work together every single day, we will all save the republic.